Welcome to Job Tales, the show where we find out about different professions from the people who know. Each week I speak to a new guest with a very interesting job. You'll hear about their personal path to doing what they do, the skills required and the tools they use for the job. I'm Laura Leoncini and today my guest is Elena Giorgetti, career coach. Now there's often, you know, multiple interpretations and misconceptions about this profession. What is expected of a career coach? What is the difference with life coach, for example, and so on? So how do you become a coach? So through Elena's experience, we'll hear about her own path to coaching from recruiting. That was her previous job. And then what are the myths and what professional certifications you need for this job? Pronte! Elena, thank you for being my guest at Job Tales. Now, you have a very, let's say, popular, famous <laughs> title <laughs> nowadays. It's career coach, right? And please tell me, how do you describe career coach? So first of all, thank you for having me here, Laura. I'm uh, really excited. How do I describe career coaching? Well, I would say that People usually think about a career coach of someone who will help you with your resume, preparing for interviews, uh, and uh, maybe negotiating your offer once you have one. But really, a career coach is someone who is going to help you make decisions that are right for your career. And um, since coaching is really uh, an opportunity that you have to empower yourself to make decisions and find your own solutions. So a career coach is a partner who is going to guide you through the process of exploring what career, a career, a good career, the right career for you could be. And so that's what I define career coaching. Okay, so do you accompany the individual before he or she chooses the career or also is it like, is it like a, a process also afterwards? Well, yeah, that's a good question. I would say definitely the exploration part starts before. So I usually work with people that are usually at a fork in their career and so they're not very clear about what they would want to continue doing. Maybe they have worked in an industry or maybe they just came out of university and uh, they're not really sure about how to land a job. And so we uh, explore together. You know, it could be like for them, what do they want in their career? What are the elements that they really enjoy or that they would enjoy to have in their career? What is the lifestyle that they want to have? In other words, what's really important for them? Then once they have landed an opportunity, then I usually work with individuals to help them with their career management, career development. Uh, of course, it's a journey. We all know yeah. it's a journey. You never really get to a final destination. And so career coach can help you understand how to advance in your career, how to manage and navigate uh, the, the career in the complexities that, in my opinion, nowadays we have in the workplace. We all just survived, I would say, a pandemic. And uh, yeah. we all know how it was uh, going from 
going to work every day to working remotely and uh, it required a lot of flexibility and uh, being able to pivot and change really quickly. So a career coach can help you in your personal growth and career development. Okay. I like what you said. It's a, you know, life and work is a journey and you never get to a final destination. It's a, that's how I feel myself. And Have you had a coach for yourself? Yes, I worked with a career coach because I started, I got into this career at some point because I was actually laid off. Uh, I was working as a recruiter at an organization and uh, during the financial crisis, like in 2008, 2009, during that time, I had a, a job in a uh, multinational company as a recruiter, and uh, unfortunately, my position became redundant, and so I was without a job. Mm, and I okay. was in a new country. I'm currently in Canada, and uh, I really didn't know at that point how I could get back into the workplace because it was the first time for me that I had lost a job. But most importantly, I knew that I did not want to go back to recruiting. It was okay for me, but I had understood that I wanted a change, um, but I didn't know what that change could look like for me. And so I went to, I remember there was an association that was organizing and a career exploration workshop of three weeks, I remember. And as part of that, they would match you with a career coach. That's what when I found out actually that there was a um, profile, like a person that you could work with uh, that could help you understand what you wanted and really guide you in the process of job searching. And that's when I started to connect the dots and I thought, well, I have the skills and experiences from recruiting that can mm -hmm. help me help people in their job search. And so I got interested and uh, I started to explore a little bit more what it would look like to be a career coach. And here I am. Because in recruiting, you do need to know well, like the profile of a person and um, the competences and, and so forth. So you had a head start, basically, right? By, mm -hmm. by having, being a recruiter. Yeah. Is there, are there common traits between being a recruiter, being a career coach? Do you, do you find one is a strength for the other? I would say that uh, if you have a recruiting background, it can definitely help with the more tactical aspects of the job. So there are career coaches that only help with the exploration portion of the journey, let's call it this way. Hmm. And so they can help you with that decision making and um evaluating options, understanding what's important to you and all that. Maybe they use assessments to understand your talent and strengths, your personality traits, and so on. But then there's career coaches like me, for example, that also help with individuals with the more tactical stuff. And so, uh, for example, at some point, uh, you will want to review your application documents in order to start applying to jobs. And um, there's usually a lot of work around networking and uh, really leveraging your connections and expansion 
understanding your connections in the industries that you want to target so that you can make your job search more effective. And so all those aspects, if you have a recruitment background, it definitely helps because you can bring to your clients the perspective of someone who has hired and has experience in the hiring process. And so I find that many times people appreciate that perspective because, of course, uh, you share with them what recruiters are usually looking for uh, when they hire people. Yeah, yeah. So that's yeah. a good, uh, a big plus, right? Mm-hmm. What draws you to the job of a career coach? Why, why do you find it so interesting? That's a really good question. I think um, I, first of all, I like to work with people and uh, I think I should go back to that moment that I shared uh, with you that where I found out that uh, I could be a career coach. And uh, it was a light bulb moment for me because I had helped companies find talent. And in that moment, I thought, well, In this job, I could help people find the companies that they want to work with. And so it was an inversion of perspective, but it was really powerful for me because I knew, I always knew that I wanted to work with people and more directly with people. And uh, recruiting, it gives you the opportunity to work with people, but it's more based on the process of hiring. So there's a lot of different steps that you need to follow, of course, to hire people. With career coaching, of course, there's more one-to-one with people. And so I definitely prefer that because I think that there's a lot of magic that happens when people really find the answers to some big questions uh, that they have. And uh, they also connect the dots uh, that make sense for them for a way forward. So now looking back at your studies and when you first, you know, had to, you know, look into a world of, uh, yeah, professions, uh, were you interested already like in recruiting and then coaching or what, what did you study first? Yes, I actually didn't. I had no idea. I studied communications and public relations. And uh, Mm, when I was in university, I thought like many people in my university that I would end up working in a advertisement agency. Back then I was in Milan and I could see myself working one of these big advertisement (laughs) agencies, you know, connected to fashion and... uh, Okay. Right. But after university, there was a twist uh, because while I was writing my thesis, I basically found a job at uh, the international airport in Milan. And uh, I'm sharing this story because I didn't like that job and I stayed in that job for four months. But through that job, I met uh, a person one day who gave me their business card and said, send me your resume. And I did. And through that connection, I found a job at the company where I had my 
first, uh, let's say, real job in a corporate after university. And I started in event planning. So I was working for a company that is called Accenture. It's a big Mm -hmm. consulting company. And back then they had a lot of events that they would organize at corporate level. And so I worked with their event planning office. But it was just an internship. And after the internship, they said, look, unfortunately, we can't get you full time, but we would like to keep you. And uh, if you're interested, we are looking for someone in recruiting. And I was thinking, okay, so what do you do in recruiting? Uh, You work with people, you hire people. Okay, that could be cool. And that's (laughs) (laughs) that's how I started. By coincidence. Uh Yeah, and uh, by coincidence. And uh, I was curious. I knew, as I said, my feel rouge, as you say, uh, was that I always knew that I wanted to work with people and right. uh, help people. So I thought, okay, I, I don't know exactly what recruiting is, but let's try. And that's where I started. And I was there for three years. And then after that, I, I left the, the company and I went uh, to work with another international company that was more focused on training and development. So I, I became a conference manager and I was organizing big conferences and training workshops, uh, seminars for professionals in different industries. And so I became really good at networking, of course, uh, connecting uh-huh, nice. with people, but also developing training programs from a content perspective. So there was a lot of research to be done. And of course, talking to people uh, to learn about their stories, about the challenges that they had in their job, what they really wanted to learn. Because from there, we needed to understand what the topics of the conferences would look like and uh, what was really interesting for those professionals in those industries. And so uh, I think that that job really gave me the opportunity to uh, understand that I was really interested in learning stories from people and uh, listening to their experiences and understand what really made them tick. And that is something that as a career coach, I still really connect with. I really like to see what people like what's the spark that there is in people and Mm. really find that out through the process. It's as if you were the channel for somebody to extrapolate what really is that ticks in them and what are the preferences and competencies that maybe they don't see themselves mm-hmm. because you know you're so in yourself that you maybe don't see what uh, what could be really the one thing that you could be good at and could be enjoying in in a job and i i can see why also there is so much interest in coaching and in, in receiving coaching and in giving coaching and there's life coach and mm-hmm. career coach and then now all this could be anyway i think of of therapy in a way right because it get, can be, it can be quite psychological what are the differences between you know career coach and say like life coach for example 
Yeah, so I think before I answer that question, I would uh, make a distinction between coaching and therapy because you mentioned therapy. Yeah. I would say that therapy is definitely more clinical. So you go to a therapist because maybe you are experiencing some depression or there is some trauma that you want to explore and uh, maybe try to heal and or you suffer from anxiety and uh, you want to develop some coping mechanisms that can really help you in your life. So there's an element of healing in therapy. And uh, in coaching, yes, of course, we are human beings, I always say, and we are very complicated. And there's always emotions that we experience. And so it's important to recognize that. But the coach will not look for the why of like what we experience and why we are experiencing that, what happened in the past that make us approach things in a certain way. The coach will look at the future and say, I meet you where you're at and I'll bring you where you want to be. So instead of looking at the why, let's look at the what and the how. So what is it that you uh, that is important to you? What is it that you would really want to do? But maybe you are experiencing some challenges and uh, we need to understand how to remove those obstacles around, around the way. I am a believer that we all have the potential and the answers in ourselves. And so as you were saying, the coach can be really that guide or catalyst that can help you uh, find those answers that are already in you. And then, you know, in terms of life coach, like, is there a fine line or is it just a nice buzzword, a marketing word? <laughs> is yeah, there some... I, it depends of like what a life coach can be. I think that there's also people that define themselves as mindset coaches. Um, so there's a lot of focus on performance and um, how you approach your life, for example, to be more effective and to maybe have better relationships with with people. It depends on, in my opinion, what's the aspect of life that you are trying to improve. Because at the end of the day, there's always a notion of growing and uh, improving as a as a person, right? And so you would work with a life coach because maybe you have some goals that you want to achieve, but maybe you're experiencing some challenges, you're not able to get there. And so you want someone that can guide you and help you achieve those goals. You know, when I was studying and I was, you know, entering the the job market, I, I didn't hear about career coaches and uh, maybe it was not as developed as today. What do you think has changed in the last 30 years in the, you know, the professional world that makes coaching so interesting and important today? Yeah, that's a really good question. I think... Um... What comes to mind is the complexity of the organizations that uh, we work in. And also, I think uh, people don't uh, 
just settle for a job anymore. I think Mm. that back in the days, people wanted to have a job because that's what society required of, of them. People were in that mindset of you find a job, you have an income, you start you stick a with it, <laughs> you stick with it, and you stay there for 25 years, right? Yeah. Or uh, 50 years sometimes, right? Yeah. And now it's no longer like that. And people have questions all the time about, um, hmm, this doesn't feel right. And uh, I would like something else. I know that I can do more. I know that I could do something different. Is it really it? Um, So there's a lot of questions that people have. And I think that coaching has become, as you said at the beginning of this episode, more popular because people are curious and uh, want to grow a little bit more and also need the support to navigate the complexities of organizations. I work with people, for example, that maybe are at the beginning of their career and uh, they're not sure how to get their first promotion. They say, okay, I got this job and now it's been a year and uh, I know I can do more, but this promotion is not coming or how do I get there? I don't know how to navigate the organization. I don't know how to navigate the relationship that I have with my boss. I don't know how to communicate uh, my worth within the organization and advocate for myself with my colleagues and internal stakeholders. So I think that before also the leadership model was very different. It was more, you know, top down. And now I think, as we know, organizations are more flat in terms of hierarchy, especially in the tech industry and uh, let's say the less traditional industries. And so people sometimes need that direction that they're not getting from above. But also, again, like it's not top down anymore. So your boss will not, uh, I mean, that what I'm trying to say, uh, the leadership is no longer so directive. Yeah, no, I understand. Yeah. And so, of course, it's important to develop that uh, empowerment as well for yourself in order to to have that to collaboration and really co-creating even within the organization. Yeah, the parameters have, have changed. So that's why I'm trying to say. What advice can you give to someone who wants to enter your line of work? You know, where this is where to start. What would you suggest? You need to study at all? Like, yeah, mm-hmm. you know, is, for example, is an internship or, you know, working with a coach preferable or, or what, what would you say? So I would say that this is not a... Um, let's say, a job that you get into after university, let's say. I think that I got here after years of experience. 
I think that I, I would like to also say that um, nowadays a lot of people call themselves coaches. And unfortunately, the industry is very deregulated. And uh, so you can call yourself a coach even if you don't have any type of credential. I think that having the credentials provides a certain standard of like ethical standards and also quality standards. In my case, for example, I attended, I completed a course of one year in um, organizational coaching, and that is accredited by the International Coaching Federation. And uh, in in North America, it's uh, ICF. In Europe, I know it's E. ECF, um, so like the European, basically, okay. um, uh, coaching federation. Yeah. So it, just to say that even if it's not regulated, but the ICF uh, sets the standards for coaching. So in my opinion, it's important when you are choosing a coach as a um, client uh, to understand what is the background of the professional coach, uh, but also if they have these standards uh, set by the ICF. And as I was saying, somebody who becomes a coach because maybe they've been a recruiter and they worked at a, uh, let's say, big company, and uh, definitely they have a lot of experience that they can teach. They are advisors in that case. So they are sharing their experience about how to get hired in big organizations uh, such as Amazon, Google, I don't know, L'Oreal, whatever it is, right? But a coach uh, will be someone who, as I said, empower you to find your own answers, who will get you to where you are with the resources that you will deploy for yourself, that you will will have. And it's work that you will do. They will not do the work for you. (laughs) I I always say it's like working with a personal trainer. So you can go to a personal trainer and say, okay, I want to have a really toned body and uh, they will provide you with a plan. Uh, They will understand, of course, what are your goals. They will help you understand how to get there. But then at the end of the day, you have to show up. If you don't go to the gym and uh, and you're you're not consistent, you will not achieve those goals of having a toned body and so it's the same concept and idea when you work with a coach well thank you for shedding some more light onto this fascinating world of uh, of coaching and um, i wish you all the best for your career (laughs) as your own coach as well and hopefully see you at some point in the future thank you thank you so much it's been a pleasure to be here with you today Work is a journey. You never get to a final destination. I like that. That was Anna Giorgetti, career coach in Vancouver, Canada. I invite you to write a comment or a rating on your favorite podcast player because it will help me improve my next episodes. And you can also write me directly at jobtalespodcast at gmail.com. Next week's podcast episode will be about you. We'll see. Bye-bye.